And the boys are back, Cellar Dwellers, episode nine. <laughs> Took a week off, but now we're back and better than ever. Fellas, a lot, a lot of time it's been since we last talked. How have you all been? Uh, I've been stagnant. Stagnant? Yeah. I got to look that up real quick. Give me a second. Yeah, I got to get a dictionary here. Parker's bringing out the big words. We've been through a lot, all of us. I'm not, Kyle, did you lose power too? No, I didn't. I was good, but uh, like my some of my neighbors did a couple blocks down. It was power. miserable. Yeah. There was this huge storm that hit. It knocked power out of my house uh, for like 47 hours. Something yeah. pretty- Nick, you were even longer, weren't you? Yeah, I went till Friday night, so however long that is. I don't know. It was That's like three days. days. Three or four yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. It was the uh, studio of Pico. Fucking devil. Oh, yeah. Devil Fuck season. Pico. All my homies hate Pico. Yeah. <laughs> if you ride with Pico, we don't ride with you. <laughs> but They uh, need to get rid of the Pico power play. <laughs> that's right, the Pico power play. Well, they pay so much to have the sponsor, sponsor the Flyers power play that they can't figure out their fucking grid. Yeah. They, ain't, they ain't give us any power. They're not going to give any power to the Flyers, that's for sure. It took them forever. We power, they turn – they fix, like – the hospital and we're supposed to be on the hospital's grid there's a hospital behind my house now it used to be a golf course they turned they a hospital bought at einstein they yeah. put up an einstein out here and our like we weren't supposed to have any of these problems anymore once they put it up and every time they seem to get the power back on there right away obviously makes sense because the hospital but then they think that everybody in our neighborhood got power and that's not what happens and then they go and fix another one and then most of the people still don't have power, and they have to keep doing that. So it takes yeah. like three days for everybody to get their power back. Dude, it was crazy because we were in your neighborhood because Pat and I stayed at John's house. We have a friend. It's Pat and I's roommate from college, John Maxey. We ended up staying at his home uh, in your neighborhood, and they had lost power for like 20 minutes, and it came back on. But everyone in his neighborhood, it, it was really sad, to be honest with you. These huge trees that fell down on people's houses, they, they got destroyed. It was, it was kind of sad for them. And then I was at school for the other day, so I didn't suffer too bad because I had places to stay. But I was the, the short time I was home, I was miserable, dude. And it was also boiling hot. So the AC was out, and it was miserable. But enough complaining, enough complaining. I, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about some TV shows. that We like to banter sports TV. That's like our thing. Nick. You've, you've said you quit watching Avatar. They're, you were supposed to be our critic. All right, here's the thing. I spend like 12 hours of my day doing stuff I don't want to do, and I'm not going to spend the few hours of free time I have doing something I don't want to do. <laughs> what was wrong with it? Tell me what was wrong. Nothing's with it. wrong with it. It's just not my thing. All right. Like, I think it's a well-written show, but it's just – it doesn't – like, I'm never going to be into that. And, you know – teach their own but it's just not my thing how far did you get into it i got like 12 episodes in and i was like am i really gonna watch like another 18 hours of tv that i don't want to watch kyle how about you you bought you i've like really slowed down i'm probably right where nick was are you kidding me come (laughs) on guys i haven't watched an episode in like a week i actually took up reading i started reading ah you got your glasses on you're reading now started harry potter Harry Potter. Phenomenal series. Uh, read uh, the first two books in probably four days. Never read yeah, a Harry Potter day. book, and I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. Yep. Same. Oh, I read all the books. I never watched the movies, though. Wow. I, uh, I tried reading the books when I was little, and um, it just wasn't for me. They suck. Actually, no, that's not true. I've watched, watched your tongue, a couple. Sir. 
I've watched. I think I watched the first one and maybe the second. I can't really remember. I watched. That's, it that's something I couldn't get into. I couldn't get into the Harry Potter ever. I just. I never liked the movies. Like when I watched the movies, at least when I was younger, I haven't tried them in a while. But I watched them. I always thought they were kind of long and boring. Yeah. But I don't know. My sister started reading them, and she's like obsessed with them. So I said I'd give it a try. I mean, just, speaking really of that, did. you see like J.K. Rowling on Twitter. Yeah, she's no, canceled. She's, she's getting canceled. canceled. She's getting canceled. What happened? <laughs> so she like she's like a is she a lesbian or something? I don't think I don't think she I don't, is. I don't think so. But she's like she was saying that like because like I don't know. No, I don't she even know she how like tweeted so something. Like, she quote tweeted like a headline, and the headline it was like people something about people who have their oh. menstrual cycles, and she commented on it. She was like, "Wait, I think there's a word for this. It's like." Woo, woo, something. Woo, it's, I'm man. looking at it. It's like an anti. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, a trance thing. Okay. So she's she's done for. She got canceled. You know what? Believe it or not, I think she's gonna make out all right anyway with all the money she's made. <laughs> she's Frankly, yeah. She's got the fu money. She can say whatever yeah. she wants. Yeah. Not, nothing Pretty much. Yeah. Killer. She might exile herself to a private island for the rest of her life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, I'll tell you the show I've been watching, and nobody agrees with me. Except one person. Or, or, I'll get to that in a second. I, Outer Banks I've been watching, or I've watched. I binged it in like two days. What a show, dude. What a show. I loved it. Nick, Pat, uh, Kyle, you guys watch that at all or no? Oh, yeah. I, I watched it. It's watched like, it. It's such a corny show, but it's so entertaining. I always say that. I didn't <laughs> think like, it was that corny, man. Yeah. I thought that's exactly it's so what I've been I've heard yeah, that it's so, so bad that you can't stop watching it. Yeah, that's like yeah. basically what it's it is. It's very entertaining. But I didn't think so, man. It's very I, entertaining, and I'm glad I watched it, but I'm not going to watch another season of that. I'm going to tune into the other season. Yeah, yeah I think you're insane <laughs> to not watch the other season. We won't give any spoilers because, you know. I haven't I, watched it, but I'm definitely going to. Going to I'm really okay. looking forward yeah, to watching it. I watched it, it. Yeah, no, it's... two days. Two days I watched it. Because I love bad TV. Yeah, it's like some some shit that happens. It's like so ridiculous, and it's okay. It's, I, I will grant that. I will. There are some. There is some stuff in there where it's kind of ridiculous, but every episode, almost, especially once you get towards like the end. There's only like ten episodes, I believe, in the first season. Once you get to like episode five, at the end of every episode, you're like, yeah. oh, oh boy. They make sure to put a cliffhanger in there. Yeah, John B. Sarah Cameron. Uh, <laughs> Mr. I Ward. love Sarah Cameron, dude. She is, oh, oh my yeah. God. I saw this She's funny great. TikTok. It was hilarious. It was about Sarah. It was like most guys want, you know, just to mess around. And, and it said, but we, what we really want is a Sarah Cameron. <laughs> I, I'm falling for Sarah Cameron. So, listen, if you haven't watched Nick, you got to watch that. Everyone else, watch it too. I have been met with the same amount of the same thing that Pat's been saying, which is it was good, but it was corny and I probably won't watch again. I, I'm buying into it all the way, dude. I like, have to watch it. But, Nick, was it you that told me about that uh, Steve Carell's new show, The Space Force? Space Force. Yeah, yeah. I, Force. I watched the first three episodes, and I mean, I'm going to finish it. I just haven't. I've Because that night when I've had like free time, I've either played video games or gone to sleep. I haven't watched but, anything. But you've like, liked it. Yeah, no, I definitely like the first. I'm going to finish it. It was good. Okay. I think that's the next show I'm going to start. But let's talk about one last thing regarding TV before we move on to the sports because that's what we want to focus on is our Tiger King stuff. This is old news, but he's really – Tiger King, Joe Exotic's going nuts in jail. I'm not sure if you guys saw the TMZ, what TMZ put out, but he wrote this letter. 
he's saying he's miserable. It's like abuse, I guess. Mental abuse being in jail and he's asking Trump to give him like a pardon and get back to his, his husband. Or what, what, uh, it was so Joe Exotic, the letter. It, it was nuts. What, do you guys think Joe Exotic should be freed? Joe Neurotic? No. I still haven't watched it, but just from, okay. just from the sound Everybody of this guy's Everybody in no. that show should be locked <laughs> yeah. up. Forever. I think so, too. I saw the forever. same thing, like, This guy should not be interacting with other humans. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I think Carol Baskin just won a big lawsuit. I think she was able to buy his... Uh, she was awarded his, his zoo. That's right. Awarded his zoo. So he's absolutely toast. That's I, checkmate. Wait, so... Uh, since she gets his zoo, does that mean Jeff Lowe is is done? Like she got because Jeff Lowe took Zozak zoo. I believe I believe that would be the I mean, case. I just saw no way. I mean that means Joe uh, Jeff Lowe is is like he's out. He's out of the Tiger game. I but literally you can't just, just read, buy you can't just buy tigers like anywhere. I literally only read the headline to that, so I don't know the all the details to what happened. But I know she has the zoo now. Jeff Lowe okay. got cucked by Carol Bass. I don't – I think – didn't Jeff Lowe at the end of the season move to Texas and start his own zoo? With uh, some you other might guy? be right. You might be right. I, I, thought, I, I thought he was taking over Joe's. He uh, did, and then didn't that, like, kind of fall through, and then he was like, I'm going to Texas or something like that. I have um, no idea. They're all nuts, all locked up. Yeah. Speaking of getting uh, cucked, dude, I just got back from the shore with John. That's, like I said, our roommate John. You we got John? No, no, we got cucked. We got cucked <laughs> by the Walgreens cashier. And we, we were all Walgreens. We had to get, like, ping pong balls, and, and John was getting cigars and stuff. You know, we're at the shore. And the lady in front of us goes to the cashier. She's like, oh, you know how it is. Like, uh, once you hit, get past your 30s, like, things just suck. And the cashier was like, well, no, not really. And the cashier was like, well, what do you mean? You're, what are you, 30s, 35? She's like, no 20 25 no i'm i'm 18 and she's like uh, i'm just gonna walk out so anyway we go up afterwards and john like gets his cigars and all the other stuff and you need id to get that and now i guess it's 21 you guys said to and yeah pa in new jersey i think are but same yeah so she looks at us and i have my hat on from temple she goes oh nice temple hat and i said oh thanks uh, i just graduated she goes, and she rolls her eyes at me. Goes, yeah, just grabs it. And I, I looked at her, I said, well, what was with the, uh, I noticed an eye roll there. What, what was that about? She goes, well, I'm expecting a fake ID. I said, fake ID? I said, you just got told this lady, you're 18 years old, and I just graduated college, and you're going to call me out for having a fake ID, which isn't fake. She totally cucked us. And then... <laughs> And there's an old, old lady behind us. She has to be like 70. And as we're walking out, she goes to the old lady. I'm surprised they didn't get all the red solo cups for their beer pong party. This 18-year-old girl! <laughs> they totally cucked me and John, man. How disrespectful is that? If you're, like, if you're under 21, you can't check for fake IDs at your no. job. Yeah, and, like what a loser. What and, a oh, loser. by the way, she looked about 35 too, dude. <laughs> she's going to be using a fake ID anyway. You can almost guarantee it. When she goes off, because she's 18 now, she's going to go off to college. Her 35-year-old ass, looking ass, is going to use a fake ID, believe me. If she's already looking that old, she's probably already using a fake ID to buy like a pack of menthols a day. Yeah, well. <laughs> and yeah, New Jersey too? Come on. <laughs> I had to get that off my chest though. It really bothered us. Let's transition into the sports, though. 
plenty of stuff. all the time sean people oh, yeah think i'm using a fake i'm sure you you look about 35 yourself nick when you have a full beard anyway the sports thing plenty of stuff to get to we'll talk this episode nba's back uh flyers reopen their facilities Carson Wentz, Ryan Tannehill beef, maybe a little bit. Recap some UFC fights. Talk about Fight Island. MLB pay cuts. Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua. Plenty of stuff to get to. Where do you guys want to start? NBA? I think NBA is a good place to start for us. And I want yeah, to talk. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about, uh, obviously, they are having the Orlando hub. 22 teams got in. And then they're going to have an eight-game regular season, everybody, in Orlando. And then the playoffs are going to figure out the seeding. And then the playoffs are going to start. I'd like the Sixers' chances at this. I, I'll pull up their schedule in a little bit. Uh, and it's just a second here. It's the Pacers, the Wizards, the Raptors, the Suns, the Blazers, the Rockets, the Wizards, and the Magic. It's maybe the Rockets and the Raptors are probably the only two hard games in that schedule out of our eight. So hopefully the Sixers can move, move up in some seeding. But if you were to guess right now, we had the bet earlier, way right when we started the podcast between Pat and Nick. Pat, you took the Bucks to win the East. Yeah. Nick, you took the field. Yes. You, you're still – I mean, obviously, we have to keep our word on that, so we're still sticking with that. I'm more we with have, the field than ever. Are, <laughs> the, are they keeping the East-West yeah, playoffs? I think that, Did they say yes. that? Okay. Yes, and it was because of Michael Jordan. I okay. think the field got better. I mean, the field got better because of like the break. Yeah, yeah. the break. Like you don't know what's going to happen now. Like maybe some teams got some like got like rested up. Or, fresh like, legs. Yeah, fresh legs. Like maybe I don't know. Like maybe some teams that were that were consistent lost their like lost their chemistry. So you, you don't kinda, know. They're kind of feeling mixed. I, I'm keeping the bet. I'm keeping the bet. Are but you feeling his I'm a little bit less confident now about the Bucks. Yeah. Like they were gonna do that, like the top sixteen seeds or something. There were so many proposals going on, you couldn't even keep up with them. But apparently, Adam Silver came out and said they went with the East-West thing because it was Michael Jordan's suggestion, and he—they said he's quote unquote the most respected guy in the room. So that's what they went with. I'm really believing in the Sixers now. I'm very critical of the Sixers and their health all the time, but. I feel that this break actually may have helped them. They get fresh legs because we all know Joel Embiid every year in the playoffs, it seems like he's out of shape. Yep. Now, he might still be out or, – or, like, you know, he's injured. He might be out of shape – or he might be out of shape because he's not in game shape yet, but I think the injuries aren't going to be there, obviously. And if he's been working out, hopefully he can get back into game shape in those eight games during the regular season or irregular season, I guess we should call it. And then the playoffs should come. And I'm liking the Sixers' chances here. Hey, maybe, I'm not scared maybe of Ben anybody. Simmons. Dude, maybe Ben Simmons learned how to shoot during the break. I, maybe they I got rid of Al Horford during the break, too. Yeah, Here's, right. a theory. Here's a theory on this. <laughs> they traded Al Horford for, for Devin Booker. Didn't you, see, yeah. didn't you hear that? Yeah, I they love that. the entire roster. <laughs> I have a theory on the Ben Simmons shooting, okay? Because we see him every summer putting up jump shots in the gym. And yeah. we all – every Philadelphia fan gets hopeful that this is the year, this is the year. And unequivocally, every time, never the year. But there's no fans in the gym, right? So I'm thinking maybe if he's just with the guys and there's no fans maybe. to judge him or boo him or cheer oh. him, he might just pull up from three. Is that it? Yeah. Is that it? 
Yeah, this is a no one in the hat. gym. He's like, he's like, oh, it's just a, it's just a, like a runner, like a. It's just a scrimmage. Yeah, scrimmage. It's a scrimmage. Tinfoil hat on. My theory, my conspiracy theory is that Ben Simmons is going to start shooting threes in the playoffs this year. That is it. That is it. We'll have to oh. see. We'll have to see. What's the over under on Ben Simmons threes this for the rest of the season? Because I'm taking uh, the over. It's, I mean, it's point five. I'm taking, I'm <laughs> taking the over. I'm, I'm taking the one. He's bound to make at least one. Well, I mean, I don't know. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I think he can. I think he can shoot. No, he, he can he, shoot. He definitely can shoot. It's just like a – I don't know if it's a confidence thing. Is it, it is a confidence, confidence thing? thing. It's exactly yeah, – he doesn't like, want to get judged yeah, by like the a, hands. It's like a mental thing. He's like scared to shoot with his right hand even though but he's right-handed, but he says he's left-handed. If you're a player that's that good, like shouldn't you have all the confidence in the world and like you should just be able like – all right, shoot. Like, if, if you miss, like, you miss. Like, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, I mean, I know you stop, love Lonzo stop, Ball. Stop, stop, stop. Lonzo commit. Ball chucks up threes every game, and he misses most of them. Like, and he's way better than Lonzo Ball. So, why doesn't he chuck up a few, too? I'll, I'll bite my tongue here. I'll bite you my know? tongue. <laughs> you're saying you're going to say Ben Simmons isn't a lot better than Lonzo Ball. Oh, no, no, he Lonzo is. Ball. He, he is. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is a better guys, shooter. He's a better I know shooter. I you guys saw what I said. Okay. Okay. I know you guys saw what I, what I sent. Yeah, man, yeah, we saw that. This we week. saw, but I, I didn't fact. I didn't. I didn't fact check it. I didn't fact check it. Fact so check I, it. You don't need to. You don't need to. That was that was a trustable source. Oh, it's a good quality source. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty like, much yeah. Lamella Ball's stats. Is what they were, yeah. and they were bad. They were bad. They stats. were very bad. Yeah, they were bad stats. They were bad. Oh, let me tell you, in okay. Australia, he's shooting thirty-eight percent from the floor and twenty-five percent from three. And I'm oh. the guy that I'm the guy that's crazy for being worried about Lamella Ball, right? I would love to see his volume because if you have that so much volume, the numbers are bound to not go in your favor. And you're just inefficient. You're just inefficient. Yeah, he has to carry three. his team. Twenty-five. You have to carry your team like that. You should not be shooting threes if you shoot twenty-five percent. Yeah, you gotta give him a break, man. He gotta carry his team. His shoulders probably got all sore. Okay. Just believe in Lamelo Ball. <laughs> I'm still. I'm not off that train yet. I'm smells never like getting Lonzo. off. The train. Smells like Lonzo. <laughs> no, dude, I'm not getting off that train. Um. What's interesting, though, we talked about this. The, like I said, 22 teams got invited. In the East, the lowest seed that got invited was nine seed Wizards, who are five and a half games out. Lowest seed in the West that got invited back, Suns, six games out. West, a lot more uh, potential movement, I guess, in, in that conference because there's so many more teams. I'm going to bet still, we said, I think I said Lakers and Bucks. I'd like to stick with that. But if I was to bet, like, my money, if I was to make money, I'd bet on the Sixers to make the finals right now. If I, if I was trying to make money. I'm not saying I would think that's oh, what would oh, happen. Okay, okay. But if you're trying to make money, I would bet on the Sixers right now. I don't think they're a bad bet, especially if they get their fresh legs. I would not, give them because they do have Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and I think they're in overtime last year away from winning the title. Uh, when you have them, you have a shot. They're, the, they're going to be the best value to bet on. Because I there's agree. nobody at a lower seed that's going to have better odds that even has a shot. Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm also want to think. Uh, looking at, I'm, you guys don't have this up in front of you. Who do you think? Do you think anyone? I'll read you the, the West, eight seed Grizzlies, nine Blazers, ten Pelicans, eleven Kings. I'll leave it at that because that's they're that's they're all three and a half games back of the eight seed. Grizzlies are the eight, and then the other three were three and a half games back. Who do you think gets that eight seed in the West? I would love to see the Pelicans get it just because of Zion. 
I would also love to see the Blazers get it because Dame Lillard. I don't know. I think the Grizzlies are going to keep it. I think they're for real. I don't think Jaw's going to let that happen. I'd like to see the Pelicans get it because I want to see Zion. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I think they're going to get close, probably like within a game, maybe. But I think the Grizzlies are going to hold on to it. Okay, everyone else. I think what, uh, I think I would probably agree with that, but I would want. I think I'd prefer another team in the eight. So the, the Blazers still don't have their uh, their center, right? Nurkic. Uh, I don't man, think so. It's, it's he been died so long. Last I don't even, year, right? Yeah, that was pretty pretty bad. Like, not literally. Like no, yeah, but he, like... <laughs> he broke his leg really bad. Yeah, it's been so long. I don't even remember if they got him back. To be honest, he was a good player too. Like he was a, like a really important part of their team, and they've oh, yeah, not been they've not been good since he was out. I don't think. So I count them out for sure, but it's definitely going to be Pelicans or um, Blazers. Uh, Blazers. I mean uh, Grizzlies. Oh, okay. Um, well, you guys brought up John Moran, and we brought up Zion Williamson. I'm going to transition into this. Let's make our picks now. We don't have to bet, bet, but. I'm going to do MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and Rookie of the Year. My picks right now, LeBron, MVP, Ben Simmons, Defensive Player of the Year, and John Morant for Rookie of the Year. Now, you guys can take your time to think about this. I know you guys, the debate is LeBron or Giannis for MVP. I think what LeBron's done is a little bit more impressive just because it's in the West, and they're the one seed. They're a couple games behind Milwaukee. They're not even hardly much worse than Milwaukee. And I just think LeBron's a better player. So who's oh. who are the other rookies besides Morant, Zion? It's Morant and Zion. I mean, that's it. It doesn't I mean, matter. It's, it's either one of them. It's one of those two. Yeah, like R.J. Barrett. But wow. He was on the Knicks. There's no rookie winning. There's there, nobody else has a shot. Yeah, it's got to be John Morant, right? Because I think if the season went on, it would have ended up being Zion. But I think they're going to give it to John Morant. I think it would have been the same type of like Joel Embiid thing where they don't give it to him because the game's played. I think John would have got it. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think they like. I think the media likes Zion a lot more than they would like Embiid. Yeah, that's true. And plus, there was no wait like a, a year sit out. He's yeah. fresh. He just got picked number one. So that's true. But I think it's going to be Ja. I'm a big Ja Morant guy. I like Zion Me too. too and how I about, really like Ja Morant. How about I mean, your uh, other picks? Uh, MVP. I'm going LeBron because LeBron's my guy. I don't know enough about defensive player of the year. Like, I would say Ben Simmons, but uh, I'll go fuck Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis. <laughs> okay, that's good. I'm looking <laughs> right now. All, I'm on NBCSports.com. The big names are getting mentioned. There's Giannis, Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert. And for some, someone has Joel Embiid in there, Keith Smith, which surprised me. I think Ben Simmons has a better chance of getting it than Joel Embiid, but. Pat, did you make your picks? I was kind of zoned out there for a um, No, I didn't. But uh, I would probably take Giannis for MVP. Not that I think Giannis is the MVP, but I think he's going to win it against it, like, just based off of, like, his, his stats. And I know LeBron still has, like, averaging 10 assists and, like, like 20 and 28 and, like, 10 yeah, or something like that. It's a lot. He's averaging well. But I think, uh, I think Giannis is averaging, like, close to 30, right, or something. Yeah. Or like I, over it, and he's already averaging like eight, eight. I'd say like eight and eight at least. And you have to remember, there's some sort of like maybe politics isn't the right word, but there are like some sort of politics involved in the NBA where like the people that vote, do you want Giannis to be the face of the league just yet? Maybe we let LeBron be MVP for one more year. Like there's you know a lot of politics in the MVP M- vote. As NBA, always, MVP. there always is. NBA MVP is all about the storylines. 
Like yeah. that, what well, the year Russ won it, everyone knew, at least I feel like everyone knew Russ was going to win it since KD left. Yeah, like, exactly. Just the storyline behind, oh, KD left, now it's Russ's team. He's and the Bucks don't have so much of a good story this year. They're just yeah, no, really, really compared, good. Compared to LeBron year 17, still putting up these numbers, I think the storyline's better. Exactly. I kind of feel bad for the Bucks in the sense because they were on pace to get the, the 70 wins. They would have been the third team ever to do it. And now they're not going to have a shot, obviously, because everything got shut down. Um, okay, wait. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. You're good. Um, I was going to say my defensive, my defensive player. <clears throat> oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the, for defensive player, I, I feel like Ben Simmons does get uh, disrespected a lot. Oh, he's got like, ridiculous stats, dude. His ridiculously disrespect. Like, I know, obviously, he's not going to be as big on the blocks as Giannis and, and Gobert. But as far as, like, on-ball defense and, and steals, well, he's leading the league in steals, first of all, right? Yes, he was last, last time. And I was... his, his on-ball defense is incredible. Against guards, small forwards, power forwards. Well, I mean, maybe not power forwards. But like no, you know, he any, guards any one from, through four. He, he on can ball. guard basically yeah, any position. One through four, basically. He's he's really good. Um, and I don't think that they watch that. I feel like it's just statistics. They look I'm at. I'm gonna like, read you this right now. Some Ben Simmons defensive stats: leads NBA in steals, second in steals per game, second in deflections, second in loose balls recovered, second in loose balls recovered per game, third in deflections per game. NBA players when guarded by Ben Simmons. Trey Young, 18%. LeBron, 22%. Jimmy Butler, 25%. Pascal Siakam, 26%. Russell Westbrook, 29%. Tatum, 31%. Harden, 33%. And then the other guys get up to like 40%. Those are some studs that he has to cover, and he keeps them really, really low. I know that was a lot of numbers I just threw out at you. I was hearing every one. I was hearing every single one of those. He's criminally underrated at defense. Like, no one's mentioning him for, like, defensive player of the year except that one dude that you said. I don't even know who he is. But he's just so under – oh, God. It, yeah. the, the media. The media sucks. Media. They do. Media. Dude, it's yeah. crazy. Like, the media. Think... That damn media, Sean. We are the media. <laughs> We're the media now. Cellar Dwellers is the media. <laughs> we are. But uh, The voice the, of truth. You know, the fake news. You know, that's what they are. The fake news def- – uh, What's sports it called? people. Fake sports, sports people. Yeah, fake sports news. I bet if Ben Simmons could shoot, he would be recognized for defensive player of the year. I think so, too. <laughs> uh, completely off topic. Jim Salisbury just tweeted, number 15 overall, Phillies pick right-handed pick pitcher Mick Abel. High-ceiling high school kid from Portland, Oregon. MLB drafts going on right now. No, you guys are interested <laughs> in baseball. Just had to throw that in the podcast. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even know the draft was going on. Yeah, it's going on I, right now. Dude, I had no idea. Yeah, so we got a right-handed pitcher. Apparently high ceiling, so there you go, boys. I know we were talking about pitching for the Phillies the other week. Maybe we got a guy here. Man, will help us out so much in the, the 10 years from now. Yeah, 10 years from now. Right? Um, anyway, back to Ben Simmons. Criminally underrated. My pick for a defensive player of the year. Everyone else, we're all on board with that. We're all yeah. on board. I was picking. No, I didn't, but my picks are like the same as yours pretty much, Sean. Zambella, did you pick? Yeah, I picked. Yeah, I don't, you, you I, I don't know defensive. why I picked and not Kyle because I don't really watch the NBA. <laughs> no, my cool. picks were basically the same as Sean's. Like, John Moran, I just think he's going to have a better career than Zion overall. That might be a hot take. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. That is a hot take. You're going to have to back yourself up here. We're only <laughs> talking rookie over the year, not career yeah. here. No, career, I think John Morant will have a better career. You think he wins a championship before Zion? 
Hmm. It's so hard to pick right now. We have such a small sample size. No, I think Zion's surrounded better right now than Ja is. Alonzo, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Zion has a better chance of winning in on the franchise that he's on right now. But uh, John Moran, if he if he goes to another team, he has a better chance of winning. Yeah, I think a lot of it comes to like longevity. I think Ja Morant's gonna have a lot more longevity than Zion. Zion's just so big, and I mean he yeah. he could stay around for a while. But I, I love them both. Ja both oh yeah, me too. Like I don't I hate Zion at all. Okay, gang, I need to take a quick break and remind everyone that support for seller dwellers is brought to you by Manscaped, who is best in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. We've been using this for quite a while now, and I think you're all going to agree with me. It's, it's the real deal. This stuff, it's high-quality grooming product for your nuts, for all your nether regions, for anything. Just don't use it on your face. You, know, you can't, can't be using the same razor for both regions, I should say. So. But anyway, Manscaped has a redesigned electric trimmer. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. The new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, the third generation trimmer, features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's skin safe technology. All these manscaping accidents are a thing of the past. And this is a premium razor here, lasted to 90 minutes, longer shaves if you need them. It's water resistant. And the coolest feature on this thing is the LED light. It illuminates your grooming area for a closer, more precise trim. You can see exactly what you're doing. A 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology and the charging stand. You got to show off that mower, everybody. Show off that mower to everybody. Get the charging stand that comes with it, powered by USB. And if you're listening to us right now, I want you to experience this for yourself. Trim your junk of yours. You get 20% off and free shipping using the code SELLERDWELLERS on manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Trust us. We're going to give you – oh, my dogs are barking here. We need them to shut up. We're going to give you 10, 20% off plus free shipping, 10% from Manscaped, 10% from us on manscaped.com using the code SELLERDWELLERS. But let's get back to the show here, boys, while my dogs are still barking. Good NBA talk. We had a bit of banter there. Pat and Nick. Flyers re- reopened facilities. That, now they're just practicing again, right? That's all Some that players, means. not everyone. It's like okay. individual workouts. They can have a certain amount of guys there together at the same time. Has there any, any progress been made there? Like, it confirmed NHL back yet? I know we said they was only proposed the other episode. Yeah, they, haven't, they still haven't picked the cities yet, which is surprising. Yeah, I don't know what they're waiting for. I, right. I think I think it has to. I think they really want to do the East in Pittsburgh, and I think that's what they're waiting for is for us to go green. That's true because Pittsburgh right now is almost back like to normal. Yeah, so I they're, think they're they, um they're way further along than Philly is as yeah. far as like the yeah. The I think uh, I think if if they get cleared soon, we'll probably there'll probably be an announcement. It's Vegas and in Pittsburgh, right. and I'm just guessing it's Vegas because right. that would make the most sense. Do you think that would make a difference? Like, do you think the Penguins would have an advantage if it wasn't Pittsburgh? Like, does ice make a difference at at all? Yeah, that that part maybe, but that's I don't know. 
No fans like, or nothing, right? Yeah, like, I don't know if like fans. the way they like kept the ice or anything was different. Like if you had to get used to anything with that. Once, once you you play, like once they do the morning skate, most of the time they're used mm-hmm. to all like the boards and stuff. And you'll see teams come into Philly and we have live boards, and they're doing plays where they're intentionally like icing the puck, having to hit the boards and come okay. back out in front of the net and stuff. So you can figure that that stuff out quick. It would just be being able to be at home with your family. Mm-hmm. That would be the biggest. Yeah, that's a big advantage for the for uh, Pittsburgh. I feel like, but not not crazy. All right. Well, I just want to touch base on that. I had to cover all the sports here, and now I want to get to MLB, which seems to be in the biggest mess of all the sports right now. I feel like yeah, Kyle's making a face right now. I feel like every single day there's some sort of new proposal there, and that the league and the players can't seem to agree on a deal. I. Saw something. The last article I pulled up, I'm going to pull it up right now. I'm looking. Players made their move one day after management cut its proposed schedule from 82 games to 76. The union proposed a regular season start July 10th and end October 11th, the day before a possible game seven of the NBA finals. So the problem here, I guess, that they can't, is it the pay I know they're fighting over i saw something like a 50 game mlb season i don't even think there'd be a point in playing 50 games yeah that's like i don't know that's just so it'd be like a playoff run basically like there you would have you would definitely have some shitty team that doesn't belong in the playoffs in the playoffs because they got off to a hot start like that happens every year in baseball like a team that ends probably last in their division starts the first three weeks in first place because I got off to, like, a 10-2 and two start. Like the so Phillies have, last year? Yeah, the right. Have been yeah. on playoff starts the past two seasons. Yeah, I mean, it would help the Phillies out, so. They've stunk. I guess, yeah. It would help the Phillies out big time. <laughs> I saw something on John Clark's Twitter. Uh, this was a while ago, though. Not a while ago. Maybe, like, two weeks ago, I guess. Baseball proposed highest, play, highest paid players would take a massive pay cut. Bryce Harper would go from making $27.5 million to six and a half million. That's to me is kind of ridiculous. I mean, a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, you're still making six and a half million dollars. But when you're living life with twenty seven and a half million dollars and you go to six point five, I mean, that's a lot that's a huge difference. Huge difference. I don't think that's fair. If I was Bryce Harper, I would just sit out and say, I'm not gonna risk it for six and a half million dollars. I'd forget it. I'll just sit out. Yeah, especially when you already signed a contract saying you should get this amount of money. And the players already agreed to, like, get that cut in half. And then the league just keeps asking them to cut to take less and less. Yeah, if you're getting so, like, paid six, that's like your mortgage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. If you're, if you're lucky, like, if you're fucking getting paid that much. I can't even imagine how big Bryce, how Bryce Harper's house is. Oh, it's got to be humongous. Got to be. Big Fortnite streamer, Bryce Harper. He yeah, should tra- yeah. transition over to Call of Duty, Bryce. You're, mm-hmm. How old is he? He's... Yeah, it's a little immature of him. He's like 27, 20. You're, you're 27, Bryce. Get off of Fortnite. Hop over to Call of Duty with the boys. We'll stream with you. <laughs> we'll stream with you. But, yeah, I thought that was kind of ridiculous. I'm not sure uh, Rob Manfred, who's the commissioner of the MLB, said today he guarantees that there will be a season. I'm, not, I'm really not sure there will be. I'm not hopeful. And I'm not – like, you guys are the – Nick and Kyle are the MLB guys here, so you guys know more about it than me. I'm – to be honest, if there was no MLB season, I wouldn't even bat an eye to it. I know that's probably sad for some of the people listening to here, but I don't watch enough where I would even care. But I would like to see one if it could happen. You know, of course, more sports, the better. 
I just don't see anything happening anytime soon from what I've been reading and seeing on Twitter and things of that nature. Yeah, apparently they're just so far apart. Like, I, don't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's no baseball season. And I, I don't know. I just think the owners should just suck it up and take the loss. Take, yeah. like, take like the hundreds of millions of dollars loss and, oh, no, you're less of a billionaire. That's what it comes down to. That's yeah. what it comes down to. And it's, oh, You've said so that before, Kyle. He's, oh, my God. I hate Especially when you sign the contract and stuff like that. Yeah. These owners are – Also, oh, the players are really pissed off about, and I agree with them, is that a lot of the owners own a bunch of the stuff around their stadium. So, not everybody's – obviously, we're the only place in the country in Philadelphia where all of our stadiums are together. So, in Wrigley, they have a whole strip of bars outside of Wrigley, sta- uh, Wrigley Field called Wrigleyville, and the Cubs own all that. So they're making uh, all that money too. So well, the they players, wouldn't. They wouldn't be though. They would, yeah, they wouldn't be. But what the players are saying is, what you like, the revenues are not what you're reporting because you're only reporting the baseball expenses, and you all own. They're not reporting like parking and stuff like that. Like parking outside the stadium, the team makes money off that. And like, okay. if that's not included, then it's not truly the revenues. So they're really not making taking as big of a loss. I mean, that wouldn't be there this year, which I understand. But I don't know. I feel like if they just went with the prorated like they originally agreed upon and then didn't, didn't try to take an additional like 30% of that, everything would be fine. But I don't see it happening. And to be honest with you, don't care. Don't care. <laughs> don't care. Seems like the pay is the big issue. I'm, I'm not, sure, not going to say anything else about MLB. I, I was going to transition into the UFC. There's a huge – not huge. There's – a couple fighters right now that are making the same complaints, I guess, about pay and getting – they want to get paid what they're worth. John Jones has been complaining about it because he's the light heavyweight champion. But apparently there was rumors he was going to go fight up at heavyweight and fight Francis Ngannou when he wanted more money to fight Francis Ngannou and Jorge Masvidal. And then John Jones asked for a release from the UFC on Twitter. Jorge Masvidal asked for a release from the UFC on Twitter because he was offered a title fight but was getting paid less than he was in his last fight versus Nate Diaz for the BMF title. And then Henry Cejudo, who was a two-division champion in the UFC, he retired because he wasn't getting paid. And now Conor McGregor retired for the what seems like hundredth time on Twitter. I think everyone just needs money right now. We're in totally weird times. You need money because you're not getting the money that would typically be there. And companies and people are like... I think it's like... Uh, I think the UFC is uh, they're kind of under fire right here a little bit because the, their format for paying guys is not – it's not really great because they're, the way they do it is it's not like, oh, like you made your way to the top, here you get the big money. It's not like that at all. It's like, do you bring in viewers? Well, then you get the money. That's why like the Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal fight, that's why Jorge got more money that time. It's because right. everyone wants to see those two guys fight. They're both, they're both like crazy and like they're both – you know they're going to they're beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, well, and like uh, McGregor right now, he's what like four, like three or four ranked. But whatever fight he goes into, whoever he fights is going to get paid way more than the the title fight, right? Most likely, it, it depends on the situation. How it works in the UFC is you sign a, it's generally like a three, five, however many fight deal. Like John Jones and Jorge Masvidal just signed like seven yeah, yeah. fight deals or nine fight deals like that, and then you get paid. But obviously, like with any contract, you're allowed to renegotiate it. So what the UFC is saying right now is, dude, you just signed this nine-fight deal less less than a year ago that you were totally okay with. 
how come now all of a sudden you want to get paid more? And it's because those like Jorge Masvidal had an absolutely insane year last year, so yeah. he want, he wants to get paid more. But I, he just re-signed the deal, so I, I don't know. But maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they shouldn't sign those big contracts like that. Maybe they should just do like fight by fight. Because they should do what the NBA like, players have been doing, where they sign now one or two year deals and then they renegotiate. Yeah. Well, look at a guy like like Justin Gaethje. Like, I I mean I follow like UFC like a little bit, but I I still didn't really know who he was until he fought Tony Ferguson, and now he's about to go have the title fight. Right. Is his is he getting paid accordingly, or is he just going to get you know? the short end of the stick because he's, he wasn't really known before that fight. Well, all the pain, he was, he, he may have been not known to like people like you guys, the casual viewers, but he, Gaethje is definitely a guy that's huge. And no, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. I'm just saying like, he wasn't like a huge UFC name for the mainstream audience. I'd for say the mainstream, yeah, yeah, the mainstream, mainstream audience. I'd say so. Um, but if you are an MMA fan, if Justin Gaethje is fighting, you're, you're tuning in. So he probably got paid well. I'm, I would be curious to see if he renegotiates his contract. I'm not sure where he is in his contract. He might have to sign a new contract before he fights. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, no. so um, it all depends. I get both perspectives where Dana White's saying, like, dude, I'm a business owner. I'm losing money. I know you want money. Money's tight, yada, yada, yada. And yeah, it's a tough situation. Pat, you watched a little bit of the past fights this past weekend from the pay-per-view. Yeah, you watch Sugar Sean, right? That's your boy. Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, you tell tell us about that fight. You you like that dude? You he, think- it's exactly. I mean, not exactly what I expected, but that guy is so unpredictable in fights. He literally the way he knocked the guy out was actually just a straight straight punch to the face. Yeah, but he no faked- no uh, was he like a fake uppercut or something? Yeah, a fake uppercut him like right with the cross, and then a punch to the face. But the way that guy fights is is so wild that. Uh, I feel like the – who was he fighting? Eddie Wineland. Eddie Wineland was just not expecting – not expecting that punch at all. He literally – he stood up to him, fake uppercut, and then just brocked him. One punch, he's done. Sean O'Malley's definitely a huge striker. Or not huge striker. He's a gr- fantastic striker is what I meant to say. The only criticism people have been giving Sean O'Malley is that he hasn't fought any real competition yet. He hasn't. He hasn't. hasn't. Eddie Wineland's one of those guys – he's like a gatekeeper where – if you beat him and say, oh, okay, you are, you're pretty good. But yeah. he still hasn't fought anyone ranked yet. So hopefully – He's got to. He's got to yeah, do it now. He's got to fight someone ranked. But from what I've seen from him, he's the real deal. I know you didn't watch all the fights, so I'll, I'll just recap them real quick. Huge nights for Cody Garbrandt. If that buzzer beater knockout. You guys see what I tweeted that? Yes. Yeah, so that, that was insane. Was insane. Yeah, if you guys don't, I guess it's on my Twitter. So you'll find me on Twitter. Go to cell, at CellDwellPod on our Twitter, and then you'll see my Twitter from there in the, in the bio. I retweeted this video of Cody Garbrandt knocking out Rafael Asuncao right at the buzzer. It was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I've never seen something like that live. So watching a buzzer beater in MMA was kind of crazy. And the UFC that, buzzer beater might be the best buzzer beater in sports. Oh, and it was, a, <laughs> was, it, was awesome. a, it was a cracker shot, too. Yeah. Dude. Knocked the chin off the guy. And then Aljamain Sterling, he's going to fight for a title next after he – uh, choked out Corey, Cody Sanhagen, and then Al- Amanda Nunes is obviously still the greatest woman ever. Absolutely destroyed Felicia Spencer. It was a fantastic fight card, and these fight cards for the UFC, they're, they've been really, really good because I think everyone wants to fight right now. Everyone's looking for sports, and I think these athletes are coming in. It's ready for a scrap, and they've been fighting at the UFC Apex in Vegas, so the octagon size is smaller 
than it typically would be in a big arena. So I think these guys and girls are getting closer together because there's not as much uh, room to run around, and they're just having absolute scraps, and I love it. But speaking of the UFC, Fight Island is official. We finally have got a Fight Island location. It's in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, and the fights are also cracker on that. It's Max Holloway, Kamaru Usman, uh, Gilbert oh, Burns. Usman, I want to see. Yeah, well, he's fighting Gilbert Burns, who just yeah, beat the brakes. Yeah, he beat the brakes off uh, Tyron Woodley. Yeah. So, huge fights on Fight Island, Yaz Island. And I think they're doing like four events there. It's kind of crazy. But I'm really looking forward to that. It's middle of July, which would have been International Fight Week, I believe. So, yeah, things are looking good for the UFC. I know you guys aren't as big in the UFC as I am, so I'll, I'll stop ranting for a bit. I'm going to get Nick's take on another combat sport here. Uh, Nick and I, we, we watch boxing together sometimes. Nick, sometimes we watch the boxing together. Yeah. And we have just got huge fight news in the boxing world. Just announced today, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. <laughs> Wait, breaking news. Uh, breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, Dave Portnoy, CEO of Barstool, uh, or not CEO, but president of Barstool, just uh, just <laughs> just as sex tape leaked. No, online. another one? Oh uh, no, this one's legit. This one's a full on like. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm watching it right now. Is it the same one? <laughs> Come on, man! Hey, man, we're trying to do a podcast oh, here, man. That's a federal God. crime, dude. It's crazy. It's crazy. Is it the same one as before? No, nope, not like... the same one. This one's this one's. Parker, oh. could you not send that in the group chat? Yeah, yeah definitely don't. Don't send it in the group chat uh, right now. I won't now. send that at all. If you do that, I'm going to be furious. We're here. Okay. We're here trying to break some sports news of Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury signing this two fight I'm deal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Year, was, year. Since we're breaking news. Uh, Kyle, that pitcher we picked is a 6'5", 190-pound kid that's going to fill out, and he already throws 100. Oh, shit. All right, I take back what I said. She's going to help, like, this year if we play. <laughs> the, the guy that Philly just drafted is a stud here. That's I what mean, it sounds like. He's a high school kid, so you don't know. <laughs> but if he's, if he's only 190 pounds and he already throws 100, uh, I'm going to th- – He's yes, holding the he camera. Has a good shot at being successful. <laughs> Oh, boy. Anyway, um, good news for the Phillies. Crazy news with Barstool. Nick, let's get, let's, I'm going to reel this train back onto the tracks here. Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, two-fight deal. That doesn't even look like a living person. We can't go, guys. I'm trying to bring this train back on, man. Come she's, on. She's got like a, no, oh. she's got like an S&M collar on, dude. Oh, God. That's insane. Get your eyes off the Portnoy video, boys. We, we got some business to talk here. We got some sports to talk here. <laughs> Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury, two-fight deal. Nick Zambella, are you excited about these fights? Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, who do you have winning that if you had to pick? Because obviously Tyson Fury just beat Deontay Wilder in spectacular fashion. He has to fight him one more time before he fights Anthony Joshua. But then Anthony Joshua, obviously, he's a super heavyweight gold medalist in the Olympics, and he had that one fluke loss to Ruiz. But other than that, he's looked like an absolute stud. If, if I had to pick, though, I, I think I'm going to go Fury. I think I'll go Fury, but I think they're going to be great fights. Yeah. And, you know, I love watching both of them fight, so it's going to be great. I didn't know that 
him and Wilder were fighting before then, though. So I'm excited. I knew they had three yeah. fights, but I didn't know it had to be before he started fighting. He fought Joshua. So yeah, they, they do one more fight. So that'll be a huge fight for boxing. I'm glad they're doing it, and especially in the heavyweights. It seems like it's so great the heavyweight division's back. Yeah, because I mean, the one thing about MMA is MMA. I'm talking now is that it's okay to lose in MMA because it's always the best guys going up against each other. So there's a sort sort of sympathy there. It's like, oh, you have one or two, five, maybe even five losses. Like, you know, you're you're fighting the best guys in the world. You're bound to get a couple losses. That's something that boxing hasn't done in a long, long time. It's really easy to pad up a record in boxing. Like there was a MMA fighter, Chael Sonnen. He fought in the UFC, huge name, one of the biggest draws in the sport back when he was fighting. And he said he could probably get anybody to be 20 and 0 in professional boxing if you just trained right, because you handpicked your fights. Now it seems like heavyweight boxing is back interesting because it's just the best going up against the best. So it's totally pumped. I'm picking Fury over Joshua. They might split it. Who knows? Maybe they'll go one and one. But if I had to pick, I'm going to pick Tyson. I love the Anthony Joshua one. You would? I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, I mean, I like Tyson Fury too, but I, I just always tend to root against him just because like, I love Deont- Deontay Wilder is my favorite. That's your boy. See, Fury's my favorite um, just because he's so, he's so unique for his size. Yeah, so when he beat the brakes off him last time, I kind of got a little bad taste in my mouth for Tyson Fury. It's like drinking orange juice right after you brush your teeth. That's how I feel about him right now. Well, I'm sure it'll be good, good fights coming up in the next year. Um, we're looking at the notes here. I think Pat, oh, we saw a little thing. I guess we can touch on it. Carson Wentz and Ryan Tannehill beef. Pat, explain that real quick for us. So I was just browsing Twitter the other day, and um, now hold on, put the tinfoil hat on. This is a conspiracy theory here. I don't think it is. I think it's very <laughs> it is a big time conspiracy theory. I think time. it's very. Did you see? Did you see what I sent you? Okay. Yeah, well, we said we said. <laughs> I saw it, but yeah, explain it to everyone listening. Though. Basically, I was just browsing Twitter the other day, and um, I pull up on a tweet that says, oh, "It's funny how like Ryan Tannehill got paid like hundred billion dollars." Uh, because he sucked all year, and then um, Derrick Henry got carried, and they didn't pay him. Carson Carson Wentz liked the tweet. Um, you can you can see this. I have a video of it. I can post it on on Cellar Dwellers' uh, Twitter account if we want. You yeah, know, we should do that. We'll do that. Like the tweet, it was him. Um, then unlike the tweet, a little bit after that, but what I'm thinking is that he's he's got a little. Uh, beef with Ryan Tannehill. I think he I think he thinks Tannehill's a shit quarterback. If I were to but guess of course Wentz Wentz is, you know, a man of God. Uh, no, Jesus, I see that's Jesus where freak. I think the I think that's where the rivalry starts. I think Ryan Tannehill is also a man of God and Carson think, Wentz is like there's only room for one yeah. religious quarterback. <laughs> who's oh, more yeah. who's more country. man of God? And it's yeah. Carson Wentz, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> you think he secretly hates Foles then because Foles is pretty religious. No, I'm kidding. I think he accidentally liked it, and then somebody was like, why did you favorite this tweet saying Ryan Tannehill sucks? And he was like, oh, oh, gee, and went to confession and unliked it. I hope not. I hope he really hates Ryan Tannehill. I mean, That's I what I think. I'm with, I'm with Zambi here. I don't, I don't yeah, think so. There's no way. Like, what? I don't think that guy has beef with anybody. Yeah, like, have Ryan like, Tannehill and Carson Wentz ever, like, crossed paths in their lives even? Like, <laughs> I don't see where it would The start. thing is, Carson Wentz yeah, got paid, too. Yeah, yeah, Carson Wentz is rich. Yeah, he got paid. He's he was on Forbes top ten list for athlete salaries. He got really paid. So I don't think it's anything serious like that. But a fun conspiracy conspiracy nonetheless, Pat. We love a good conspiracy on this show. 
Yeah, well, I wish it was real. <laughs> you want to see Carson Wentz a lot more? more I want to see him hate house. someone. Yeah, exactly. I want to see him hate someone. I don't care if it's Ryan Tannehill or fucking – His own teammates. Know, like his own teammates. Yeah, I don't care if it's like Alshon Jeffrey. Have you hate seen someone, Colin? Man. Have you seen Colin Cowherd has gotten – like just been going off about Wentz the past two days? No. No, no I haven't seen Dude, I haven't watched him. He's like – this stuff he's saying just – just listen. Just go listen. It's is like it good or bad? Good, because he's usually oh, so like big-time so ones. Good. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Good. He's saying he's like three quarterbacks, my top three in the league to start my franchise. You can argue we're fourth through 20. Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Carson Wentz. And there's Who's only one guy in the league that looks a little bit like Patrick Mahomes, and it's Carson Wentz. The guy on ESPN loves him, too. I'm totally blanking. Dan Orlovsky. That's Dan Orlovsky. Yeah. Kyle Brandt. Yeah, yeah they Kyle Brandt does, too. They love well, Dan Orlovsky's wife is like born in Philly or something. She's a big Eagles fan. So I think that's like why. Apparently, he might be a coach for us at some point. He used to be a quarterback, backup was, quarterback, but quarterback number one. Yeah, league. famously ran out of bounds in the end zone. Yeah, that, on the Lions, that quarterback. <laughs> that's not a good look for the Eagles. No, but anyway, you guys, anything, anything else to talk about this week, boys? We have started our Twitch channel. We've only done one stream, but it did start. We promised it would start. We've been streaming. Call, we, we, we play Call of Duty. So if you're into Call of Duty, we'll always tweet out our link anytime we do decide to stream. I've got all the sports stuff covered this week. We're going to try to double up eventually on a, on a super, super busy sports week, maybe when sports are back. We'll try and double things back up and get back on track since we missed a week last week. But, boys, it was a good episode this week, so it looks like plenty of time, a little bit longer than normal for us. So... I'm happy with this week's episode. I'm glad we're back. Oh, oh, no. How can I forget? How can we forget this? Our boy Elon. Successful space launch. We had to give our congratulations. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, but didn't the first one fail? No. uh, No, no. It was was bad weather. Postponed. Postponed. All right. All right. Yeah, it was very successful space launch. Congratulations to King Elon and the team. We're very, very happy for you, Elon. Okay, yep. now, now we can wrap it up. Now we can wrap it up. Had to get our congratulations into our good buddy Elon Musk, our friend. Uh, boys, see you soon. Next week, we'll talk. We'll plan it out. Good yeah. to be back on track. I'll see you guys this weekend. I All need right. to Great. Be there. <laughs> Blow off some steam. <laughs> All right, boys. See you later.